0: Welcome to Game Opinions, episode one. I'm your host, Kalman, and today we're going to be having our actual content. This is no longer a prologue. This is going to be our actual podcasting content that we are going to be starting off with here. So today I'm going to be talking about God of War. That is the word of the day, the, the topic of the day, God of War, and, and why I have this weird disconnect with the franchise and why I'm still on the fence about buying the new game that came out a couple weeks ago. So before I get into that, we're going to have a, another, another topic, and that's going to be my gaming history. Every time I have somebody on the show, and this is going to be a constant, whenever I have someone on the show, we're going to talk about, you know, their gaming experiences growing up that way, you know, whenever they come back on, you kind of know like where their, you know, their backstory is. I think that's really cool. I think it's interesting, you know, for me to know too. So, um, we kind of want to go in there and for this God of War disconnection that I kind of have, I think that my, my gaming history kind of, uh, you know, explains why I might have some, you know, disconnect there. So, you know, I, when I was growing up, I you know grew up in the '90s. Uh, I think our our primary system back then was a Sega Genesis, and it was kind of that way for a long time. So I had a Sega Genesis from as early as I can remember, and I had it up until like Christmas of uh, fourth grade. I want to say maybe fifth grade. Uh, I think it was fourth. So I had it up until you know Christmas of fourth grade. Um. During that time, like prior to uh, my fourth grade class, uh, all my friends had these, these new systems that I just thought were absolutely crazy. When I saw a Nintendo 64 for the first time, I think it was over a cousin's house. We were playing Mario Kart. I'm just like, this is insane. Like, I don't even know how you guys are, are playing this game this controller is ridiculous. It has three handles. I'm like, what is going on here? And it was just really bizarre to me. I'm like, I'm so used to my D pad, my three buttons, my start button. We had this turbo controller. So you could like break any game with it just by flipping one of those switches. It was hilarious, but it's just funny. Cause I, I would go over to my friend's house. We play like Mario Kart, or when the PlayStation two came out, you know, I'd be watching them play grand theft auto. I'm just like, Oh my God, my parents would never let me play this. I'm just like, the, the graphics just, you know, blow your mind. And because it wasn't really mine, I never really had a chance to play it. Um, but I just saw like all these crazy, all these crazy games. It's like, this is insane. Like you guys are actually playing this at your home. I'm like, I'll never have one of those. Um, so it's kind of funny. So I'd go, I'd go over there, we play those games, but then when they came over my house, it was kind of like retro, retro day. So, you know, we'd go from playing, you know, grand theft auto, you know, San Andreas or whatever you'd come home and we'd be playing, like, come home to my house, we'd be playing, like, NHL 96 on the Sega Genesis, which, which is a fantastic game, still to this day, my favorite sports game, I am unbeatable in that game, at least I was back then, because I knew an exploit on how to score and all that, um, that's, when you have that much time to, to play the game, you're gonna figure out stuff, um, but, you know, we, we had just this, you know, Sega Genesis, I'm pretty sure my brother beat the uh Sonic Games millions of times. He still does to this day on various platforms that he has. Uh, I'm sure he'll be on the show at some point and he'll talk about his Sonic experiences, which uh I actually can't wait for that show. I think that's going to be awesome. So uh definitely uh stick around for that. I'm sure he'll he'll want to be a part of Game Pinions in some way, shape or form. So um but yeah he's he probably beat him a whole bunch of times and I remember uh, him and my sister they play as uh you know Sonic and Tails and I had this, uh, this broken controller that they would give me because I was, I wanted to play too. And so I would just sit there, (laughs) you know, mashing the buttons thinking that I'm doing something. So, um, there, there was a time where I think, uh, Sega had these, uh, you know, there's like candy, uh, boxes where it was like a a candy thing inside of like a controller shaped like box, kind of like an Altoids box, but it was like plastic. And I had a green one. And ever since then I wanted a green Sega Genesis controller and I never got one. Um, I think that was if I'm being honest, that, that might have been my uh my first association with the color green and why it ended up being, you know, one of my favorite colors. I mean, obviously red is also another one of my favorite colors as well. So Christmas time is like boom. It's awesome. Um, but not to get too far off topic. So, you know, so they would play those games. I'd watch them play the Sonic games and Um, to this day, I'm not great at Sonic. I always just have a hard uh, time playing it. I just, you know, back then, I think I was too young to understand it. And now I just don't care. (laughs) Um, but I was playing Sonic Mania and I loved it. It's just, you know, my brother though, he, he grew up playing that and I grew up watching it. So it was still kind of a disconnect there. You know, we had Pitfall Harry, uh, which was like the sequel to Pitfall, the Atari game. Um, there was parts in the game where you'd go and, You'd enter, like, the world where you're back to being his father, I guess. And he'd be... Which was pretty funny, too. Um, but it was just weird. It was like when people would come over to our house, it was like they were going back in time. And they were seeing these, these, like, obscure Genesis games that, like, they've never seen before. Like, you know, Sonic 3D Blast, which is, like, a really random Sonic game. Uh, you know, Sonic Spinball. Uh, we had... Uh, we have bub- uh, what is it, Bubble and Squeak? I think it is. There's just a whole bunch. I'll I'll, sh- I'll have to uh, bring out my Sega Genesis games at one point in time. Uh, maybe for a conversation with my brother, we'll go ahead and talk about those. But uh, we had like the Adventures of Pac-Man, which was just like the worst game of all time. Uh, like now that I think about it. Uh, but it's just it's just funny stuff like that. There's there's you know some weird like back you know history and all that. But we had the Sega Genesis for the longest time. We did have a computer, though, and, and the thing with the computer is that I have a hard time kind of putting a timeline on the PC and when we had it because it was still a Windows 98, so I know we had games on there. I know we had 3D games on there, but then we also got, like, this really big Dell for whatever reason. I don't really remember, I think, because my mom worked at, like, Comcast or something, and they had struck a deal with Dell, so we got this free Dell computer. Um, so a lot of our games went on there. Uh, I just remember we had, uh, you know, some Madden 2000 was on there. We were, we were kind of like, we liked the sports games. We had a whole bunch of Madden games on the the Genesis too. We even, you know, would go to like the, the video star, the local video star in Jersey. Um, and we would go and we'd rent games from there. You know, Tom and Jerry, I remember that was a big favorite for my brother and sister. They loved that game. Um, there was yeah some weird games, but uh, when we had our PC though like I said it's it's hard for me to wrap around when we actually had it it had to be in the early 2000s though and it had to be probably around uh, when Star Wars episode 1 came out because the first PC game I remember playing is the Star Wars Pod Racer on there and I absolutely love that game that game was absolutely phenomenal there's I remember there's this one stage that I never was able to beat And I I mean, I can't remember like what it was, you know, located at, but it was like that one, like when you're in the sky and you have the two, uh, lanes. And if you're on the top lane, you go really fast. If you fall down to the bottom, which is like super easy to do, there's no chance you're going to win because you go super slow. Um, but that was the only one I never was able to beat, but that game, it was just, it was phenomenal winning in that game felt like such an accomplishment and, I just that was like my favorite PC game like I just could not get enough of that game and really I mean all my brothers and sisters you know my brother and sisters no it's just my brother and my sister uh they loved it too they really did they they had a a great time with that game too I think my brother probably enjoyed it a little bit more than my sister did and my brother was just better at it than me um that's kind of a common trend my brother was always better at games than I was and I think it was because he understood them a little bit better than than I did Um, But I think he's also a little bit more detailed with his gameplay than I am. You know, he's definitely is more resilient to uh, more difficult games where I kind of just, you know, I kind of shy away from him a little bit. And that's, that might not be as true to this day. I feel like I definitely, you know, embrace harder games now than I used to. But there was just this, you know, time where it was—I don't know—it's was just I, I just wasn't good at doing that, and there's kind of some areas of that that still linger. Um, but I try to play as much as I can. Um, you know, the more difficult games. I know Evil Within, the original one, was kind of a difficult game, at least for me. But I still stuck with it, and I still made it through, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, I still really enjoy Bloodborne. My brother beat it easily. Uh, I kind of linger. I don't really finish. I- I've had, I've had this issue for the last couple of years. There's so many games I want to play that I'll play them for a little bit and then I'll move on to the next one, you know, just trying to get experience in the games and just trying to, tr- trying to play as many as I can. But, um, you know, beating games for me just recently, in the recent years has been really hard. There's just not a lot of time to do it. And time's super expensive. I've, I've found out. Um, uh, but yeah, so we had our PC and I think what really did it in with our PC, we also had the Toy Story game on the PC. I forgot to mention that. That game was freaking awesome. Toy Story 2, one of the best movie games of all time. I'd say that is the best movie game of all time. Excellent game. So I'd say that we we moved on from our PC after I got a NASCAR game. Uh, I was really a big fan of NASCAR back then. Uh, you know, I'm still kind of a fan, but it's just I, I, Jeff Gordon doesn't do it anymore. And he was my favorite driver. So it's just like I kind of lost interest in a way. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we got this one NASCAR game. I think it was NASCAR thunder 2003. Uh, we got it on Christmas and I remember that crashed our computer. We lost everything. All of our data was just gone when we tried to install it. It was because I think it was a game meant for windows 2000, but we tried to download it on windows 96. We weren't super knowledgeable about this stuff back in the day. I mean, this was like, you know, pre steam and all of that. This is like back when you just bought the disc and you installed it and it would take forever to install. I think after that point, my parents were like, you know what, we should just get these guys a game system. So we kind of thought that, um, well actually before that, we we did have a Game Boy Advance. We all kind of got one just for our birthdays. Um, I think my brother got one for Christmas. Uh, I didn't really know what it was. Like I, I had my Game Boy Advance, but when it came to like getting the good games for it, I had no idea what to get. Uh, you know, I had Spider-Man 2 on there. Um, actually, no, I think it was just the original Spider-Man. I had the original Spider-Man on there. Uh, I had Pokemon, which was just, you know, my sister found that by mistake. <laughs> and then we all just kind of latched onto it. We all played the, uh, uh Pokemon Silver, Pokemon Gold, and Pokemon Crystal. We all had the different Pokemon, uh, games there. Um, and that was kind of the turning point for our Game Boy Advance careers, um, Another game I had on there, which I actually really did love and I did complete to the end, was the Star Wars Trilogy. It was just this random game that just released on there, but it was, uh, if if I'm remembering correctly, it was pretty excellent. I actually loved that game quite a bit, so that was probably one of my favorite games on there. Um, but it wasn't up until, like, you know, now that I'm I'm going back and playing, like, Advance Wars 2 and, you know, the original Advance Wars and stuff like that. Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, I kind of discovered, um... I played that on the 3DS because uh, I knew I knew about Fire Emblem. I just never got into it, um, and I played that on the 3DS when the Ambassador program came out. Um, so we did have our Game Boys. I had like Hot Wheels. That was my my first game I had on there, which was fun. But you know, once again, like I just didn't know enough about it. Uh, my brother was definitely more knowledgeable about those early Nintendo Game Boy Advance games. He knew what games to get. So it was uh, it was just a really A Really bizarre time. I don't think I got I mean, I still I still loved my Game Boy Advance I absolutely adored that thing Um, but after we had that we uh, Ended up getting a PlayStation 2. It was a a Christmas present My parents put it in a fan box and we opened it up because they're like go look at the motor go look at the motor and it was a blue PlayStation 2 uh, game box which I think is the uh box inside the box, but I think they just wanted to make it smaller. So I think they got rid of the original box and it was just in that blue box, unless the blue box is the box, but I don't really remember. Uh, it's been such a long time. Um, but we were shocked. We thought that if we were going to get a system, it was probably going to be a GameCube because that was when they dropped to $99. And that was kind of a big thing. We're like, Oh, well, at least, you know, we'll probably be able to get a GameCube, you know, PlayStation 2 is too expensive. Xbox is too expensive. We're just going to, you know, probably get a GameCube, and that's fine. And I honestly probably would have been okay with it. Uh, but we ended up getting a PlayStation 2, and that's kind of our first modern console that we we got. And our first games were Jimmy Neutron. We had uh, SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom, which ended up being amazing. And then we had a Rocket Power game because I guess my parents wanted to, you know, kind of give us our favorite shows. You know, we were fans of all three of those shows, so... Um, and all three of those games were actually really good. They were, I mean, this is a, a different era. I mean, back then you'd have these just, you know, obscure, you know, or not really obscure, but just, you'd have these, you know, sponsored games by like THQ and stuff like that. And and they'd be pretty decent. I mean, I'm not sure how well they held up now, but I'm sure they'd be pretty decent. Uh, but even during the PlayStation 2 era, you know, just skipping ahead, even, even during that time, uh, there was, you know, kind of a question for me, like, what games am I supposed to get? I'd get all the sports games and stuff. I'd be like, okay, well, I know I like sports. NASCAR, I can finally play it now without crashing anything. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. But there was just this weird disconnect because I did not know what games I should get. So I remember it might've been in fifth grade or fourth grade later that year. Uh, my friends started playing God of War and they were like, oh man, this game is awesome. I'm just like, oh, well that's, you know, it sounds pretty cool. And, you know, some of the stuff that happened in that game, I mean, I didn't even have a word for in my vocabulary for. So, I mean, I was like, my parents are never going to let me play that. And I honestly didn't even ask if I could. I just I looked up the game because uh, we had like little computers or whatever. I'm just like, not, nah, nah, not going to happen. I looked it up on our Windows 96 computer and I was like, yeah, that's just not that's not going to be a thing. Uh, there's just no way. Uh, So I ended up not getting God of War. And I think uh, during that time, if I were to play a hack and slash game like God of War and even God of War 2 when it came out, like I'll be honest with you, I probably would have loved that game. It probably would have been an instant favorite of mine. But as the years have gone by, you know, those types of strict action games, they honestly just don't click with me. They really don't, and for whatever reason, it's just not enough to hold my attention for a long time, and it's just not something that I'd be willing to pay a lot of money for. Now, obviously, these God of War games are a lot cheaper now, but to me, it's just not enough for me to, you know, stay interested in, and I know the story's probably really awesome, and I understand that, um, but the fact that I missed out on that when I was younger, just because my parents were more strict, and, and you know, they were... Like, you know, my friends, they were playing Grand Theft Auto, they were playing God of War, they were playing all these, you know, more violent games where I'm sitting here playing Jimmy Neutron. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, Jimmy Neutron was kind of violent in a way too, but uh, it was just a completely different thing for me. And and like during that time, I never developed a like for hack and slash games. I've never developed a like for, uh, you know, Kratos or anything like that. It's just when I look at the new God of War game, it looks awesome. But I don't feel, and I understand, and and I do understand that this new game is a reboot. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. It's sitting at a 94 on Metacritic, which, you know, I always like to play a game for myself to figure out, you know, what I would give the game. So I don't really go by ratings. If it's a bad rating, I still, and if it's a game I'm interested in, I'm still going to go get the game and see if I like it. And if I don't, then I'll make my decision. But I like to make an informed decision on how I view games. And I understand that this is a complete reboot. But the characters and stuff, I feel like people are really, you know, drawn to the game because they like the original God of War series, where I just never got a chance to play it, and I just never, you know, had the desire to play it. Really, after a certain point in time, I'm like, oh, that game sounds awesome, I'd love to play God of War. But after that time was over, it was like, I'm just not feeling it. And even when PlayStation 3 first came out, I had a Wii during that time for the majority of that generation. And I was just like, well, I mean, it's just not something that I'm interested in and everyone's talking about it and how great it is. But because I wasn't allowed to play it, I just never we never developed that relationship with Kratos or God of War or, you know, any of the characters in the game. It just never happened for me. So I think that that's why when I look at this game, I don't know what to think, because it definitely looks more like an action adventure game, which is awesome. You know, that's, that's cool. It has more RPG elements, which is a big plus for me, but the character, I just don't feel connected to. And it's, it's weird because I want to get the game and I probably will end up getting the game eventually. And who knows, maybe I'll play it on the channel. Um, but this is just, it's just crazy to me because it's very, it's very rare that a game comes out. I mean, excluding Fortnite, which I think is okay. It's not my favorite game. You know, it's, it's a good game. It's just not really my style of, of game that I like. You know, there's online shooters and stuff like that. Not really my favorite. Um, but it's just, you know, so excluding that, it's bizarre to see a game like this that is so big. And this has really been a, an obsession. I saw I saw an article that said this is kind of like a gamer obsession. And I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, this is, everybody loves this game. Everyone's going crazy about this game. It's sitting in a 9.2 user score. Um, probably there's some trolls on there that brought that score down a bit. Um, it's probably higher than that in reality, um, but it's just, you know, it's weird for me not to be super hyped up about it, and when the game, like, first released, I'm like, okay, this is awesome, this is awesome, this is awesome, but then it's just, it just panned out, you know, I just don't have that desire to pick it up, and it's kind of sad, so I'm, I just wanted to kind of just talk about that, and how I have this weird disconnect, and, um, you know, I'm trying to, to think about, you know ways for me to to get over that and you know the $60 price tag definitely doesn't help because it's just not a game that i am super interested in and and hopefully you know someone's able to to change my mind or i can change my mind and get it sooner but as it stands right now i'm looking at it i'm thinking i'll probably get this during a price drop but besides that it just you know it just doesn't really do anything for me and it's just kind of i'm kind of in a weird situation though because uh I have a, a terrible, you know, I have, I have something terrible to admit with this PlayStation 4 that I have, and and I love the games on it. I, I mean, I love the games that I have played on it. You know, Rocket League is probably one of my favorite games, and that's kind of more suitable for me. Um, but I haven't played the new Uncharted. I haven't played, uh, oh, what's the game? It's completely slipping my mind. Uh, the one with uh, Alloy in it. Ah, oh, man, what is that game? Well, I'm sure I'll think of it. It's everyone knows what the game the game I'm talking about, um, and I haven't played God of War, so you know it's the three big exclusives on this game that you probably need to play if you have a PlayStation 4. So uh, I'll, I'm probably I'm probably am gonna get this game eventually. It's just um, you know there's this weird uh, you know separation that I have from Kratos. I just don't feel any emotional connection with him. Um, you know, unlike last year when Breath of the Wild came out uh, that game honestly made me buy a switch to get it. Like I had a Wii U and I'm just like, nah, man, I want to play this game on the switch. I need to play this Zelda game on the switch. I want to play it wherever I am and I just need it. And that's just, it's just a different type of, you know, if you, if you are connected with the game franchise, you latch onto that like crazy and you just absolutely love it. Um, but you know, I don't know. Uh, so we're gonna move on to the next section of this. You know, this is kind of just trailing off. Once again, I said I said in the last episode, it's gonna be a bit of a grind. You know, I'm not used to to doing this. Um, but we are going to go to our Twitter page here, and this is kind of a, a section because I don't have followers and I don't have people tweeting stuff at me because God of War was our topic of the day. We're gonna head on Twitter, and we're gonna retweet people that have talked about God of War. We're gonna read their tweet here on our show. And we're going to send them a little message saying that they are uh, on episode one of Game Pinions. All right, so this is going to kick off our Twitter topic of the day. Um, That's going to be God of War, so we're going to go through here and tweet some of these tweets that people have put out there. The cool thing about this section, or one of the weird things about this section, is I'm going to tweet things even if they're not related to the game, if they just mention God of War. That way we get some funny tweets in here um, and get people some uh, some mentions here that they uh, just are going to be like, Wow, what is this guy even doing? So uh, we're going to tweet this first one. It's from Jason Black, at Jason Alex Black. I marked your words and Labo wasn't huge. Seems Nintendo fans had some cardboard sprinkles in their coffee when Labo was announced, lol. Labo was never gonna be the next big thing. God of War outsold it in Japan week two after Labo had a 71% drop-off in sales from week one. It's a pretty steep drop-off. I'm not sure if that is factually accurate, Um, but I mean, I wasn't really a big fan of Labo either, so I'm gonna go with that. Uh, And then Tayo, Tayo, ooh, ooh, NC? not really sure how to pronounce his name. Uh, you only get one chance at first impressions, boy. Hashtag God of War, hashtag PS4 share. There is some pretty awesome combat video that he has uh, on there. Man, that you're kind of persuading me to play the game. This actually looks really cool. That's tempting. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to pick this up later. Uh, our next tweet is going to be from Mike at Frostwolf underscore cos. Uh, Should start a YouTube channel first vid complaining half an hour about the new god of war I wonder what the backstory behind that is. I wonder if he doesn't like it. Uh, That's what it seems like so uh, Mike if you ever end up watching this uh, this podcast or listening to this podcast uh, Let me know what you don't like about it. I'm kind of curious I'm I'm trying to trying to weigh the the pros and cons of getting this game if you don't like it I'm really curious why Uh, maybe you preferred the older games Uh, Maybe you just aren't a big fan of it. Maybe you think it's overrated. Uh, Okay, so our next one is going to be from Quantum Physics. This is Roy. R-O-I-E-E. I I think I pronounced that right. Uh, I learned learned Norse mythology because of God of War. (laughs) I I mean, that's pretty awesome, man. Uh, You know, it's good. Uh, so, uh, Wheel of Fortune at Tech Pringles, Prin Princels, right? Oh, Tech, te- Princels, right? Okay, well, uh, Wheel of Fortune, okay. Uh, I hope AAA game companies look at the new God of War for the future, a solid, polished experience that you pay for, not the Fortnite model of free-to-play, but constantly selling you things in hope that you spent in hopes you spend way more than you would on a flat purchase maybe God of War sorry it actually cuts off here uh, let's see what what did he say oh it's not gonna let me view it let me view your tweet man oh there it goes maybe God of War will save us. You know, I honestly thought the same thing when Breath of the Wild came out. It was massively popular, extremely polished. Of course, it did have DLC later on, but I feel like the content was so good and there was so much of it starting off. I don't mind paying the extra money to get more of that content. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like the play the play to, you know, the free-to-play model and stuff like that that Fortnite's doing, I just feel like it's the, the way of the future in terms of, of multiplayer Uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but I honestly don't feel like anyone's gonna save us at this point. I I think that that's just so massively popular and the fact that Fortnite is just, as popular as this new God of War game is, I mean, Fortnite is all over the internet. Everybody's playing it. uh, And it's not just people in, you know, In my age group, you know, it's people uh, older than I am and people way younger than I am. This game is captivating everybody, even in the grade schools where it seemed like they were moving more towards the iPad stuff. You know, with Roblox and stuff. They're playing Fortnite. I just, I don't think, I don't think there's any chance. I feel like it's too late. It's too late to save us, man. We're, we're, we're stuck. But we're still going to have these experiences, though. So don't, don't get too upset. They're still going to have, you know, these AAA games that are amazing, like God of War, like The Legend of Zelda. We're still going to have them. Don't lose hope, but in terms of those other games, there's going to be a lot of them. Just, you know, throwing that out there. All right, so uh, the next one is Daniel Ross, at Daniel Ross. He says, when I play God of War, I'm playing it as its own game. I'm not trying to compare it to the older ones, so I'm not disappointed. I seem to always compare games to the past. You know what, I feel like I kind of do that too, but you know, you kind of have a good point here. Maybe subconsciously I'm comparing this God of War to the previous God of War games. And really I've, I've been saying that because I didn't have a connection with God of War in the past, I won't have one now. And maybe I should stop trying to focus on that and try to focus on creating a new connection with God of War. So maybe, maybe, maybe I should pick this game up. Maybe I should give it a try and not think about it as a God of War game, but as a brand new experience for me to, to me to try out. So I really appreciate that tweet, Daniel. That was a really good tweet. Um, so we're going to read one more. This is going to be from melancholy at Spencer D nine honestly kind of want to play the new God of War game, but I must follow through on my Mass Effect trilogy playthrough. I played one and two fairly recently, but it's probably been three years since I made it to the third one without getting sidetracked by something else. Man, story of my life. I am always trying to pick up new games when I already have a massive backlog of games. Uh, It's so hard, though, because time is super expensive. It's hard to to set aside time to to play games that you want to play, but then all these new ones come out. So by the time you are you know, playing a game for a little while, then you stop because just life gets busy. These brand new games come out that you're just super hyped up for. You go out and buy it. You forget about the other game. And it's just an endless cycle of backlogging games. I, my backlog is so big that I don't think if I stopped buying games for an entire year and focused on playing those games specifically, maybe I'd have a chance to do it but man, it's just so hard. It's so hard to be a gamer sometimes with all these awesome games that come out. So, uh, you know, maybe some, some, someday I'll, I'll go through all the backlog. I mean, heck, I mean, I posted on my Instagram, I'm just getting to Advance Wars 2 now. I mean, I'm just, you know, getting through those games. My backlog is, is just, it's a little embarrassingly big. So, uh, here's the 2018 trying to get our backlog, you know, a little bit emptier. So, I don't know. Uh, but that's, that's a fun section though. I I like that segment. We're going to get it a little bit more streamlined for the future episodes, I think, which is, you know, going to be a lot of fun. Um, but the, the cool thing about this, this section is that some of the, the topics won't make sense when we read them. Uh, this one, because it's the first, (laughs) the first segment, uh, I just kind of wanted to find ones that made a little bit more sense. So, um, thank everyone that I retweeted there. Uh, I really enjoyed your tweets and, uh, you know, that's going to actually wrap up this episode. So, uh, after reading those tweets, though, I will say that I do feel a little bit more, uh, inclined to try out God of War. Uh, Daniel's tweet there was pretty awesome. Um, you know, just trying to, sometimes you just have to think outside of your, you know, your thought process. Sometimes you get locked up by yourself and in a way it's just, you know, it locks you down, it locks you down to a primary, a primary way of thinking. So, uh, I think I'm probably going to try God of War. I'm not sure when I still might wait for a price drop, but I'm not sure. I know everyone's been kind of bugging me to get it. Um, so I don't know. but well, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but this is gonna wrap up game Pinions episode 1. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, next week we'll have episode two and that's that's pretty much it. so I will see you guys later. I always have to do some kind of crazy outro for some reason. I don't know why. but have a good day.